G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. When you let your light shine brightly, Pastor Greg Laurie says people around you will notice. And that's your opportunity to speak up. One of the greatest compliments that can be paid to a Christian is when an unbeliever comes up to you and says, Why are you so happy? Why are you such a caring person? Why are you so compassionate? Why don't you lose your temper more often? Why are you the way that you are? And that is the perfect moment for you to say, Let me tell you about my relationship with God. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Each time our path crosses with a non-believer, might notice how they behave differently than we do. Now here's the question, do they notice how we behave differently than they do? If they don't, well that might mean it's time to let our light shine brighter. If they do notice, it might mean it's time for us to share what makes us different. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to learn how to walk with God in a way that others will say, I want what they have. Let's be prepared to tell them. So we took a look at a guy in the Old Testament whose name is Enoch. And he had what you might describe as a solo rapture. Well, by that I mean he personally was caught up to meet the Lord and be with the Lord. And there's no other illustration of this in Scripture. And he was kind of living in his version of the end times. Because it was the days before the flood, before God judged the earth the first time. And here's what we read about him. We're going to come to Hebrews 11 in a moment, but Genesis 5.21 says of Enoch, he lived 65 years, he begot Methuselah. And after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years. He had sons and daughters, and all of his days were 365 years. And here's the big verse. Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him. So the Lord caught him up, to be with him. And there's four takeaway truths from the life of Enoch that are relevant for believers living in the last days. Number one, we need to walk with God. Number two, we need to live lives that are well pleasing to God. Number three, we should be a witness for God because number four, one day we will go to be with God. So let's quickly review what we looked at last time. Enoch walked with God and was not. Remember we looked at Amos chapter 3 verse 3 which says, can two walk together unless they be agreed? And remember one thing that we pointed out is to be agreed means to be in sync with. So the idea is if we walk with God, we're in sync with God. That brings us to our second point. Enoch lived a life that pleased God. He lived a life that pleased God. Look at Hebrews eleven five. Enoch had, underline these two words, this testimony this testimony that he pleased God. 
What an amazing statement. Well, how do I know if I'm pleasing the Father? Let me give you two biblical points, two verses that specifically tell us what pleases God. One is in 2 Peter 2. And here it is. One thing that pleases God is when you're treated unfairly, you hang in there. Again, one thing that pleases God is when you're treated unfairly, you hang in there. We've all been misrepresented. We've all been mistreated. You've had people tell lies about you, right? You know what that's like. But listen, if you sort of rolled with it, that pleases God because 1 Peter 2 says, God is pleased with you when you, for the sake of your conscience, patiently endure unfair treatment and you get no credit for being patient if you're beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing right and are patient beneath the blows, God is pleased with you. So if you've been misrepresented, mistreated, and you've hung in there and you haven't struck back, that pleases God. Another thing that pleases God is when we worship Him. Because Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise and as the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. And don't forget to do good and to share. Listen, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So what you were just doing in worship, that pleased God. When you reach out to someone who is in need, you help somebody out in the name of the Lord, that pleases God as well. And now the third thing about Enoch is he was a witness for God. He was a witness for God. Look at Hebrews 11 again. Look at verse 5. Enoch had this testimony that he pleased God. So there was a testimony where he lived it and it earned him the right to talk about it. One of the greatest compliments that can be paid to a Christian is when an unbeliever comes up to you and says, why are you so happy? Why are you such a caring person? Why are you so compassionate? Why don't you lose your temper more often? Why are you the way that you are? And that is the perfect moment for you to say, let me tell you about my relationship with God. But sometimes we don't do that. We'll say, well, wholesome living. <laughs> or family values. What, what does that even mean? Now that is an opportunity for you to talk about your faith in Christ. You've effectively Earn the right to share your faith. So we want to be a witness for the Lord. That's something we should be focusing on and looking for opportunities to share the gospel. Listen to this. Every Christian should be able to share the gospel in three minutes or less. Did you hear what I said? Every Christian should be able to share the gospel in three minutes or less. You say, then Greg, why do you preach for 40 minutes at the Harvest Crusade? Good question. But you can do it in three minutes or less. It's called cutting to the chase. Let's just say you were in a plane, God forbid, and all the engines were out, and you were on your way to the ground, and it looked as though you were gonna crash, and you had a moment to maybe share the gospel with the person to your right or left, or for that matter, for the whole plane. I mean, what are they gonna do, you know? Sir, you can't do that, or we'll have the air marshals. No, don't, we're crashing, so it's okay. Hopefully you would say something to people and hopefully you could just simply articulate the gospel. Yet I am amazed by how some people cannot seem to explain this message. The gospel is simple. It's not simplistic, but it is simple. It's simple enough for a child to understand. So every one of us should do it. And you're thinking, well, if you're so 
hot, why don't you do it? Okay, well, I'm not hot, but thank you for that thought. Oh, actually, I just said it. But anyway, <laughs> it's just very simple. You just basically say, here's the bottom line. God loves you, but you're separated from God because of your sin. You've broken His commandments. You've fallen short of His standards. But here's the good news. 2,000 years ago, God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins, and then He rose again from the dead. If you will turn from your sin and put your faith in Jesus Christ, you can be forgiven, and you can go to heaven. That wasn't even three minutes. Now, could I have added to that? Oh, sure. Could I have illustrated it? Yeah, I could have done that. Could I have brought in some verses to quote? Yeah, I could have. But my point is, it's just Christ in Him crucified. That is your message. And so we need to look for those opportunities. Enoch was a witness for God, and we too should be a witness for God. Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA, presenting a message today called How to Walk with God in 2020. Let's continue. Final point. Enoch went to be with God. So he walked with God. He was well-pleasing to God. He was a witness for God, and he went to be with God. How should we live as believers, knowing that Christ could come back at any moment? We should walk with God. We should live lives that are well-pleasing to God. We should be a witness for God, because one day we'll go to be with God. No matter what, that's going to happen. You know, you're going to get to heaven. By taxi or Uber, doesn't matter. You're going to get there. So it could be the rapture in our lifetime. That'd be awesome. Or it might just be death. You might live to be an old person. And you might not live as long as you thought you would. But you will go to heaven if you put your faith in Christ. Go back to verse 5 of Hebrews 11. By faith Enoch was taken away. So he did not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. God took him. This phrase took him could be translated carried him over or across. Enoch did not die. He was taken straight to heaven. He was picked up from one shore and he was put on another. But for Enoch, this transfer to heaven was not an interruption. He went from walking with God one day to waking with God the next day. That's so cool. You're walking with God, and next thing you know, you're waking up in heaven. And by the way, when the rapture comes, it's in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Do you know how fast the twinkling of an eye is? It's faster than the blinking of an eye. It just be like you blink your eyes and you're in heaven. Just suddenly you're in the presence of loved ones that have preceded you, and you're in the presence of the Lord. So I don't know how this worked, but the Lord and Enoch would take walks, I guess, every day. Maybe one day the Lord said, you know what, buddy? We're closer to my house than yours. Why don't you come home with me? And he did. And he was in heaven. And one day, if we put our faith in Christ, we will be too. Why was Enoch taken to heaven? Not because he walked with God, but because he believed in God. Hebrews 11.5 says, it was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. You see, Enoch's walking with God came as a result of that. The things I do for God don't get me to heaven. It's what God has done for me that makes me want to do things for Him, you see. So it's not doing all these wonderful things and now hopefully God will let me into heaven or take me in the rapture. 
But because I've turned from my sin and I've believed in Jesus and received Him as my Savior and Lord, and now I'm walking with Him, I will go to heaven because of my faith that I put in the Lord. Enoch walked with God. He was well-pleasing to God. He was a witness for God. And he went to be with God. What a great thing to have said of you. If it was said of me one day after I'm gone, you know, Greg walked with God. He pleased God. He witnessed for God. Now he's with God. I would feel like mission accomplished. That, that's really all I want. And I know you want the same. Because we're in a spiritual race. And in this spiritual race, speed does not matter as much as distance. The idea is to finish this race. Don't forget, Enoch walked with God for 300 years. After he was 65 years old, he made a commitment to the Lord. And I ask you in closing, are you walking with God? Are you in harmony with God? Do you know God? Because it all comes down to starting this relationship with him. And I wonder if I'm talking to someone right now in the room, someone watching, and we've talked about these things about the end times and the imminent return of Christ, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I would be taken to be with the Lord because Jesus said one will be taken and the other left. There will be people that will be caught up to heaven and there will be people left on earth to face a horrible time known as the great tribulation period that will begin with the emergence of the Antichrist and will end with the second coming of Jesus Christ. And by the way, we'll be with the Lord when he returns because as Enoch reminded us, in that statement from Jude, the Lord comes with 10,000s of His saints. So when Christ returns, you're going to return with Christ to the earth. But you'll be in heaven because you'll be, have been caught up with Him in the rapture. But I wonder if the Lord came back tonight, would you be taken or would you be left? Here's your choice. Get right or get left. Get right with God or you will be left behind. And we're going to pray in a moment. And I'm going to extend an opportunity for you to be sure you're ready for the Lord's return. An opportunity for you to be certain that your sin is forgiven and you know Christ is living inside of you and you know you're ready to go to heaven. This is a very important decision. Let me restate that. This is the most important decision you will ever make. Far more important than what you're going to eat for dinner tonight. Far more important than what career path you're going to choose. Far more important than even who you're going to marry. As important as that is. The important decision of what are you going to do with Jesus Christ. Who died on that cross for your sin. Paid for every wrong you've ever committed. Rose again from the dead. And now he stands at the door of your life. And he knocks and he says. If you'll hear his voice and open the door. He'll come in. Here's your choice tonight. Yes or no to Jesus. Here's the result of your choice. To be blunt. Heaven or hell. Oh yeah, hell's real. And the last thing God wants is for any man or woman made in his image to spend eternity in this horrible place created for the devil and his angels. And if you end up in hell, you'll have no one to blame but yourself. In that final day, you have to practically climb over Jesus to get there. But if you're bound to determine the Lord will allow you to pursue the course you want. But what He wants is for you to be forgiven. What He wants is for you to go to heaven. 
What he wants is for you to be ready for his return. What he wants is a relationship with you, a friendship with you. He wants to take long walks with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to show his love to you. He wants it to start now. And if you've not asked him to come into your life, you can do it right here, right now. In a moment, we're going to pray and I'm going to extend an opportunity for anybody here that wants to accept Jesus into their life. Anybody here that wants to be ready for the return of the Lord, or maybe somebody here that needs to make a recommitment to the Lord, here's your opportunity to do it. Don't miss this opportunity. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sin. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming and laying your life down for us and letting them pound those spikes through your hands and feet and dying for the sins of the world, but specifically dying for our sins and then rising again from the dead. Now here you are standing at the door of our life and knocking and just saying, if you'll hear my voice and open the door, I'll come in. I pray for every person here, every person listening, every person watching, wherever they are. If they don't know Jesus, let this be the moment they believe. Let this be the moment that their sin is forgiven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer about coming to the Lord to find forgiveness of sin. And if you'd like to do that, Pastor Greg would like to help you right now. You that want to make this commitment or recommitment to Christ, I want you to pray right now. And if you mean this prayer from your heart, God will hear you. The Bible says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. And that's a step you'll be taking now. Pray this after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner and I'm sorry for my sin but I thank you for sending Jesus Christ, your son, to die on the cross in my place. Now I turn from my sin and I choose to follow you this day forward as your disciple. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And we'd love to follow up with you by sending something called our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll help you get started living as a Christian. We'll be glad to send it to you free of any charge or obligation. It'll help answer some of the questions you might have and help you build a solid foundation for your faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us on 1-800-00-5011. Well, next time, a special program as we listen in on a broadcast of Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk, where he, Pastor Greg, and businessman Barry Maguire talk about the unprecedented opportunity the coronavirus is presenting to give people hope in Jesus Christ. That's tomorrow, same time, right here on A New Beginning. Now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called How to Walk with God in 2020. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.